Hello, and welcome to Things I Used to Lie About, the podcast. I am your host, Kate Peterman. Uh, welcome, welcome back. <laughs> uh, today, I have uh, nobody. <laughs> like every other day. Just kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I have people that I love. And Peter, my cat. Okay. <laughs> um, first and foremost, the most important thing, the elephant in the room, um, Halloween is over. Thank God. It's, it's over. We're done. No more. I don't, I can't think of a more stressful holiday than Halloween. It's, it's people, especially in LA, people go really, really all out for it. And it's hard to keep up. I, I like it. I like it. I like watching. I, my favorite thing is watching people who are super dressed up as, one thing do something totally out of character for that character like i i saw a guy running down the stairs dressed as a nun and you know how sometimes guys will take like when they're running downstairs they'll sometimes take like two at a time and for some reason that knocked me out i was cracking (laughs) cracking up at the idea of a nun just running down the stairs in such a casually cool way (laughs) um not that nuns aren't cool Uh, but I dressed up as Marilyn Monroe this year normally I try to go funny or silly uh and this year I was like I'm gonna go sexy that's what I'm gonna try to do my theory was that every Halloween I do something silly or funny Um, and every New Year's, I kiss no one, so maybe if I dress sexy (laughs) on New Year's, I won't have no one. And, though brilliant in theory, (laughs) as of yet, as of late, hasn't been yielding promising results, that's all, that's all I'll say about that, but... The effort was there, and I, uh, I'm proud of that. I looked really good. Uh, <laughs> the most fun was drawing the little beauty mark on. I kind of wish it wasn't weird for us to just do that normally. I would love a beauty mark where she had a beauty mark. It just makes, it just adds, like, dimension to your face. I just wish I had, like, a fun one on my face. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Can't win them all. Can't. Wait a mall. Maybe one will show up. That's that would be bad though. I think that's a sign of melanoma, uh, right? Or could beauty marks come up whenever? I think it would be bad, or at least possibly bad—a symptom of something that could be bad. Great, great, great. Didn't want to. Glad I'm not going off the rails here. <laughs> um, but now it's the most important season in my life, which is bum ba da bum. The season of Christmas movies, my favorite. I love the smells and the jingle bells and the candles and the sweaters. I'm so happy it's finally this time. Anywho, so I have my candle going. It's a Home Sense Mistletoe Kiss by Chesapeake Bay Candles. Shout out to Chesapeake Bay if they ever want to send me any candles. They can. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, I, I even have a little, a few decorations. I can't get a tree because Peter will ruin it. 
immediately. I have a Dunkin' Donuts hot coffee. I am an iced coffee lover, don't get me wrong, but there is, there is something, I think, I think it has to do with living in LA that I get really, really excited when, when I feel like I could handle a hot coffee because so much of Los Angeles weather is iced drink inspiring. So I really get excited. So I have, well, actually, it is now cold. I got it a while ago. Anyway, <laughs> it was great while it was hot. Good while it lasted. <laughs> um, anywho, um, I don't know if I said this already, but I am sorry that it took so long to upload a new episode. I've been working on um, another project that I'm really, like I said before, really excited about, but can't say anything about right now, which is super annoying. And I apologize for that because man, do I hate when someone's like, I have a secret, but I can't tell you till Wednesday. And I'm like, you could just piss right off. Um, and so, yeah, so sorry, but that's why. And I'm really excited about it. And I can't, I really can't wait to share it with everyone. Um, and today, what I wanted to talk about a little bit was something that was a pretty important event that took place um, uh, for me a few weeks ago, and it brings me to like the topic of this episode, which is perspective. And um, I think, okay, I'll just get into it. I won't analyze it until I get into it. So I was out with my best friend. And we were talking and I made a self-deprecating joke about dying alone. And I thought it would get at least a chuckle. It got pure anger. (laughs) I didn't expect that. (laughs) She like moved everything on the table aside. was like, oh, like moving everything was like, all right, that's it. We're having this talk now. And I was like, oh, no, a talk what have I done? Immediately thought I was like in trouble. Um, anyway, so she, she talks to me about something that had been on her mind about me and I'll get to what she said in a minute. I want to just say how I heard it first. Um, I, what I heard was you're not living up to your potential. That's what I heard. And we, we talked, we talked through it, whatever. And then I called her a few days later and I was just like, Hey, could we actually like revisit that? And could you sort of explain what you mean by this? And she said the same thing. And I had to, I really had to, to stop and be like, okay, this is someone who I love very much and who loves me very much, I'm confident she did not say to me, I'm not living up to my potential. I'm confident that is what I am hearing. It's And she did not even say those words. Um, what she was saying was that, and, and she was very cognizant of being like, I know you have depression and anxiety and I understand that and I don't know what that's like to have, but I think you're selling yourself short when it comes to like gratitude for the things you do have and the things that you have done, you're not a failure. You did, you put on a one person show and you got an agent from it. And that's really great. Like that's pretty amazing. And I feel really weird saying that. Um, 
saying what she said to me here because it does immediately I'm like yeah I'm bragging I don't want to brag I'm so much more comfortable putting myself down and that was the the whole reason for the talk is that and I feel like I was doing that I've been feeling really really down lately comparing myself to other people and other people's success and being like I should be more successful I should be making more money I should be doing X, Y, and Z, and which is fine to be driven and ambitious, to be like, I want to keep doing this or whatever, but it's the use of the word should and the comparison that kind of deads you in the water at that point. Like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even proud. I was, I was proud and very grateful for getting an agent, but in my head I was like, I felt like an imposter. I was like, they're going to learn that I suck. Like, I really just suck. No one really, like, it's imposter syndrome. Like, one day, like, I shouldn't be here. Like, all of this stuff. Instead of being, like, having my own back, basically. And so, it was a, a my best friend saying, it hurts to see someone I love struggle so hard with loving themselves. Um, and it, it really opened my eyes to how I feel about the words why and the phrase what now. So like, I know why I'm upset about things. Like I understand why, but then it's like, okay, what, what now? What do I do now? Like, yes, I, I've been, I've been it's part of the work and that's what sucks is that when you it's a clinical disorder it is something that is in your brain it's an imbalance in your brain that cannot be fixed with perspective I understand that but I've been going to therapy and I'm taking the I'm going I have a psychiatrist I'm taking the medications that I need to be taking and I'm doing all of the other work and at some at that kind of work and so at some point it's like when could I stop bullying myself is basically what what that was. And it's not a matter of, because I think, I think perspective, that shift in perspective was really important to me. I was like, that's right. I, I, yeah, why am I being so, I have done cool things. And I'm sure if you're listening, you've done really freaking cool things. And it's sometimes for some reason, and maybe, maybe it's harder for for women but I don't know I don't want to make a generalization um but uh it is hard to recognize how much you've got going on because it it there's that fear that it will read as like cocky right um or arrogant and yeah so I didn't want to I that was like that's part of the work is to realize that understanding why you think these things and, and not just, so for me, it wasn't just depression and anxiety. It was also a lot of pinpointing like why, you know, I, I'm very open about the fact that I also have an eating disorder. That's a really big part of my life. And so a lot of 
habits that I have or immediate reactions or feelings that I have about certain things, I've spent years now and thousands of dollars in therapy figuring out why, analyzing why, um, recognizing patterns and sort of, you know, coping with, with that, um, that I think I really needed a friend to, to say, all right, buddy, what now, you know? And it wasn't a, hey, work harder. It wasn't even that. It was just stop being your own worst enemy, basically, Um, which happens. And that kind of brings me to the next point that I wanted to talk about, um, which is this book that I got from that my therapist recommended. It's called Life Without Ed. Um, And Ed is the personification of uh, of an eating disorder stands for eating disorder ed um so if you want to name it name the eating disorder ed you could or ed or you know whatever you want um by the author jenny schaefer and i don't think that it is like i'm only on the the introduction and i'm already like holy shit i wish i got this book like a couple years ago quite honestly well, maybe I wasn't ready for it. It doesn't matter. I'm happy I have it now. Um, and so she talks about in the book about how she knew Ed so well and knew what he would say um, and what he would think, but it, she realized that it was Jenny. That's her name. Uh, she It was her, Jenny that she didn't know that well. And that's pretty scary when it comes to like any habits, right? Because going back to your old habits or listening to the bully um is familiar um even despite it not being right or even comfortable and I don't think that you have to have a full-blown eating disorder to appreciate this book but I haven't finished it so I can't be a hundred percent sure um I do however think that we all have a bully in our heads that can get stronger with age um and I really like the idea of naming it Ed um you know, it's just the, it's that voice inside you that says you're not enough or you're too this or too that. Um, and it was important for me because sometimes with, at least in my experience with an eating disorder, I would think I need to go for a run right now. I need to go run. And I would, I'd have such a hard time figuring out if it was actually me, Kate, who wanted to run, or if it was Ed saying, it's time to run, you fat slob. Um, And it's really, it's hard because I didn't know what I liked, you know? And I think that, I think it, I do think it melds or meshes or complements the conversation that I had with my best friend about perspective um, because I think that when asking, you know, or figuring out why, now that I've, that I'm like starting to, um, and I've been doing, like I've, I've heard of this before of like personifying the, the eating disorder as a human being and that's why I was recommended this book. Um, 
But I think that that's the, the, the slippery slope and potential danger in spending too much on the why am I doing this? And not enough time on the, okay, so what now? Um, because otherwise I, I get myself stuck in the why and I, it's like a history lesson all over again. And then I feel like I, I recreate all of the reasons why I do these things and I project it onto the present and onto the future. And so I just sort of end up standing still instead of enjoying myself, you know, um, and I realized that I was stopping myself. I was helping the disorder. I was like being its like faithful little helper. Um, and I stopped myself pretty often from doing what really makes me happy. And because I was spending so much time trying to figure out why, that I didn't realize there was another option. And it's who fucking cares why, (laughs) you know, like stop giving the bully the time and attention of understanding where they're coming from. Um, The why just started to begin to feel not nearly as important as the what now. Let's move forward. Like, you know, for example, uh, those of you who, who listened to adult shit know that it was like a thing on that podcast for... Kelsey to be like so Kate did you come yet and I had to like tell her one day where I was like I and and, you know I would say no and then sex toy companies would send me sex toys and flavored lube which was really nice um (laughs) and they're welcome to do it again um but I had to tell her eventually like we can't do this segment anymore it's making me really uncomfortable and you know I think that I like to keep some, you know, I would like to keep some things private. It felt we- it felt like I was turning something very real and serious into a bit, which I didn't like. Um, but I also felt like it was something that I wasn't really ready to deal with. Um, and, like, there are times now that I'll, I'll want, I'll be in the mood and I won't, masturbate I'll be like oh no I can't no I shouldn't and I'm like wait wait a second I am consciously pretty often holding myself back from doing the things that would make me happy and then I found a gray hair in my (laughs) on my head and I was like oh fuck no uh at this point in my life I'm 30 years old I've been in therapy consistently for about three years I do not have time to worry about the reasons why anymore what I want for this decade of my life is to figure out what now okay so I feel insecure about being intimate with someone I know why I have spent thousands of dollars figuring out why and analyzing why I'm done with why it's like what am I going to do about it now there are times you know, I just, the fact that there are times when I'm in the mood and I won't masturbate is is wild to me. And I'm just openly saying, <laughs> now, no more is going to be, come city up in this bitch. <laughs> I wish someone else was here. Ooh. 
I hate that I said up in this bitch, but I don't hate that I said come city. And I hope that if nothing else, you take that away from today's podcast. (laughs) Anyway, that is what I find. Like, I hope, I hope I'm being clear. I have it written down, but I, you know, I I don't want to just read off the paper, but I hope I'm being, being clear. And I don't want to be preachy by any means, but. I would love it if, like, I'm really excited to figure out what now, you know, I'm to, to do the things I, I want to do and deal with the, deal with the consequences later because it's always so much worse in your head, you know, rejection from anything, from a, you know, a love interest to a job to, a suggestion with friends like any sort of rejection is it does suck but it doesn't suck as much as you you imagine it will you know the fear of rejection is so much worse and it's also like we can have our own like I want to have my own back and if someone says no to something I think is good that doesn't mean that it's bad it just means that it's not right for that person you know and I know that this is all like pretty cliche stuff and well that like the last sentence I said was kind of cliche but I think it is important I think that things get cliche for a reason because I think that a lot of people get here eventually um and have over time it's like part of the human condition you know so I almost like saying the cliche things because then I'm like, oh, I, I reached that point in my life. I'm no longer saying it just because it sounds good. I'm saying it because I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I believe this now, you know? Um, it's not like faking it till you make it um, with an ideology. It's like I'm, I, I really believe this now. Um, and I know that everyone is on their own path and working on their own timeline. Um, that being said, I hope that um if this resonated with any of you um that you can do yourself the kindness of moving on to the what now and separating like putting the bully somewhere separating the bully from your thoughts because the truth is (laughs) I don't mind the idea of getting older I like really don't I I don't mind age and aging. I mind wasted years. And that's that's what that gray hair freaked me out about. I was like, "Hold on. I should be just I should be so much I should have so many more sexual encounters under my belt before I go gray." That is how I felt. And I was like, "Okay, the only way that's going to change is if I change it, right? And I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean I'm going to go out and just start, like, boning. Maybe. I won't, though. <laughs> I just mean I'm not going to shoot myself down before I even take off with someone. You know what I mean? I'll do that a lot. I'll just be like, oh, they won't like me. I'm too fat. They don't like me. And it's like, well, you know what? What? Let them decide if they if they like me. And meanwhile, I'll decide if I like them. So, there it is. <laughs> um, 
and I feel I'm feeling I'm feeling good about it. I'm really excited to read the rest of this book. Um, yeah, it's great. It's really really great. I wonder if maybe I'm trying to put more structure into this podcast. This episode was not a great uh, showcase for that structure. Still in development. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited. Next week, uh, I'm going to have Jaleesa from BuzzFeed, no longer at BuzzFeed, uh, also formerly from Paralike, is going to be on the podcast, which I'm so excited about. And then I'm also going to have Hannah Hart the following week. Um, some really cool and exciting guests coming up that I can't wait for. And another fun thing, um, I talked to... Two of my friends um, who live in different parts of the country, uh, my friend Laura and my friend Lindsay, and they both are artists and designers, and they have two like pretty different styles uh, that I like so much, and I want to work, I'm thinking about working with them to create um, maybe some merch for this podcast, which I think would be really cool. I don't know if we're going to go the t-shirt route. I don't think so. Um, I would, I think I would prefer like more like fun, fun stuff like, um, like phone cases and, and mugs and I have this idea of making these like boxes, you know, you have like a bunch, let me not give all my goddamn ideas away, Kate, Jesus Christ, not that anyone would steal them, it also doesn't matter, (laughs) uh, I've been thinking of making these, like, cool boxes that you could, like... You know how you have a ton of fucking papers that you don't know what to do with? And sometimes you just got to put them in a decorative box because you're like, will the IRS show up one day and be like, where is this one specific small scrap of paper? And you'll be like, I'm screwed. Oh, wait. It's in my box. (laughs) My friends got a letter from the IRS once because they kept streaming too many movies. Or was that the FBI? Huh. IRS is about taxes. I'm worried about taxes this year, though. Being freelance? <laughs> Woo! Good night, nurse. We'll see what happens. We'll goddamn see what happens. Maybe something great will happen before then, or awful. Who knows? <laughs> um, okay, a shorter episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, then you know that about yourself. And thank you for listening. Okay, bye.